0: what's your position podcast may contain adult themes sexual discussions and strong language we want everyone to be educated but we are intended for mature audiences Listener discretion is advised i wanted to ask you something because you're a doctor i don't i don't like myself sometimes can you help me well, barry i'm a dentist what kind of help do you think i could give you and now your host ashley weller
1: <laughs> okay Welcome, fellow humans. Uh, This is an intro to an episode that I recorded back on Halloween when I was in Seattle. And I was missing my producer, my partner in crime. Hey, that's me. That's you. We really did miss you. We gave you a few shout-outs. Thank you. Yeah. But I wanted to get my brother's perspective on growing up as a only boy in a family of five. And uh, what on earth was that intro supposed to be?
0: So I was trying to think of like movies with... One brother and a bunch of sisters, and the one that popped in my head was Punch Drunk Love. Oh
1: my god, that's a great movie. And it doesn't
0: really... I couldn't find one that has to do with... with No,
1: but that's great.
0: But it's funny. He's like having a mental breakdown. (laughs) Hey, I know you're a doctor. Can you help me? I'm a dentist. dentist.
1: The funny thing is, my brother's an optometrist, so people could go to him and be like, I need help, and he'd be like, I can check out your eyeballs, but that's about it. Behind the
2: eyeball, so much
1: up top. Not so much. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's a little odd with the sound, because we used a traveling recording machine. Um, but it's one of my favorite episodes, and I hope you. Traveling, guys <laughs> <laughs> it's a what the digital recorder? Shut up! It's Okay, I like yours better. That's really good. Traveling recording machine sounds way cooler. It does. <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, fellow humans, to What's Your Position podcast this evening. This Halloween, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween. It's Halloween and I am in Seattle visiting my family, which is the topic of conversation today. We're going to be talking about what it's like for a guy to grow up with four sisters, Um, how that affected his relationships, how that affected his personality, how siblings can affect your life growing up. Also, we are about seven disgustingly mixed drinks deep into the evening. My brother likes to poison people (laughs) with the most horrible concoctions of alcohol. Uh, That is my guest today, is Ryan Beck, my brother, uh, optometrist and father of two amazingly wonderful boys, Alan and Connor, husband to Melissa brother extraordinaire, Ryan Beck. Yay! Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Get closer. Come. Come closer. Come. Just in case, because I don't know what the fuck this sounds like. So, um, this is Ryan, and we're going to talk about uh, being a brother today and what it's like to be uh, a brother growing up with five sisters, four sisters, five sisters. Five sisters. Well, Well, growing up with four, having five, and then a brother later. Our family is a little, a little bit what you would call unique. I was going to say fucked up, (laughs) but but unique works too. Um, My, uh, our mom had me, got divorced, had Cecily, who was on a previous podcast about not wanting children, shocker, (laughs) got divorced had our sister Lindsay, who was going to be on a future podcast, had Ryan, who was on this podcast, had Sierra, who was going to be on a podcast, but her Wi-Fi didn't work, and then they got divorced. And then he got married and had two kids who are now our brothers and sisters, but could technically be our children based on their ages. It's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's all layers of bizarreness. An interesting fact that I learned about brothers growing up with sisters. So normally I give a statistic. I know you haven't listened to any of my podcasts because you're an asshole. (laughs) No, you haven't.
0: (laughs) You're such a liar. If it's not the same 10 songs I've listened to for a decade, it's not happening. (laughs) That's fine.
1: And who do you listen to for this last Uh, decade? Coyton Cambria. Great. Great. That is exactly who I'm going to use for your outros. (laughs) Don't even worry. Um... It's okay, because during my podcast, I give a statistic at the very beginning, and I make usually Robert, who's not here, and the guest, guess the answer, and then oh, okay. at the end of the podcast, I give the answer, so that oh, that's way fun. it hooks people, and they wait till the end. You're hooked, sucker. Listen. <laughs> okay, this one's pretty easy. It's She's giving company secrets. It's like literally, <laughs> it's literally a 50-50 chance, so. Yes. <laughs> false no (laughs) red no not one of the answers so brothers who grow up with older sisters typically become what designation in politics conservative or liberal conservative okay and why would you say that with so
0: much conviction um i would imagine it's gotta have some sort of like uh kind of like protection-esque vibe okay okay that's that's the
1: line i'm going for okay okay i like the line yeah i appreciate the explanation i also appreciate the conviction (laughs) again i'm gonna tell you we're about seven drinks deep so hey well let's just cheers really quick what are we drinking what did you make me
0: this is a vodka with a cranberry ginger ale
1: at first it was vodka with vodka yeah, it was
0: a little strong. That was my bad. <laughs> I almost vomited.
1: <laughs> so he added more cranberry ginger ale. I also have a full glass of Pinot Noir. That she would not let me put rum into. I will me. not let you put <laughs> rum into the Pinot Noir because that's fucking foul. <laughs> I have not taught you well. Uh, okay, so we are not going to give the um, information until the end of the podcast. However,. I am going to go through 18 things every guy who grew up with sisters has experienced. Okay. And I need you to tell me if two things. One, true or false? False. True. No, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Two, if you have an example, I'd like you to go ahead and provide one. Okay. Okay. Number one, when they thought it would be hilarious to dress you up like a living doll.
0: Yeah, it's never happened.
1: No, that happened.
0: Actually, <laughs>
1: ladies and gentlemen, that has happened. Yeah, that I'd, happened like, I'd like to introduce you to Molly, who yeah. we dressed up in fur
0: and hats. Dresses and tiaras. <laughs> it's <was> amazing.
1: <laughs> it really was fantastic. Yeah, that happened a lot. <laughs> happened a lot. When you were used as a test model for fashionable hairstyles. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, all the time. Uh, Ponytails.
0: in the, uh, what was it, probably 2002? when uh, the puka shell spiked hair with the bleach tips was really cool Oh, no that
1: was like 95
0: to 2005 <laughs> like, that was 10 but years in, that in federal and in particular is when that happened the most it was like well, let's see if we let's see how high we can get those tips can we put the little the little blonde bleach solution on those little no. tips no yeah that <laughs> happened
1: luckily you picked up a few tricks
0: of escape <laughs> scratching was... and biting and rough fleeing
1: <laughs> scratching and biting so you didn't pick up any grooming tips from oh. having sisters actually I'm going to say no to that <laughs> I'm going to say staunch no, no. Um, you would find bobby pins and hair ties everywhere yeah yeah, in all the places.
0: Yeah, but the nice thing about finding the, the, the hair ties everywhere is you could fling them back at them. <laughs> this this <laughs> is true. And if you have this a bobby pin, you can have it kind of more weaponized. <laughs> you can make it like a slingshot.
1: <laughs> when you eventually gave up hope on any counter or bathroom drawer shelf space for yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that is for sure. I almost started carrying my own caddy to the bathroom, <laughs> like it's a college dorm. <laughs> I was so prepared for college dorm. I was like, "Oh my god!" Now everyone no, has to do it,
1: literally, because you grew up in a because when you grew up in that house, there was
0: only the one bathroom.
1: It was one bathroom with with mom and four girls, yeah. and then three and we girls and mom. Yeah, all of us. Yeah, exactly. Same school, same schedule. Um, and sometimes you weren't even allowed in the bathroom at all. That's actually not true. I would be in the shower, oh, and yeah. Ryan no, will come in, in and shit. Like <laughs> that is not... not happening. No, yeah.
0: If you take a long shower, you're, no, just you're have to marinate Marinated in long. Sorry, <laughs> now
1: you get shit and steam. The end. <laughs> uh your guy friends won't stop talking about how hot one of your sisters was did that ever happen no
0: that did not thank goodness thank god thank you chris
1: sean levi and andrew i would like to thank each of you personally for never talking about how hot we were yeah thank you uh when you wondered if you could actually build a wig from all the loose hair in the shower.
0: Yeah, it's foul and I still hate it. I never <laughs> acclimated to that. It is disgusting.
1: <laughs> well, you would put it on the walls and like decorate with it. Yeah. Uh, when they tried to pull a fast one on you, but you were way quicker. So like hiding the remote. No, see, that's this is where this is wrong. Um <laughs> You would always run up and cover the cable box yeah. that we couldn't use the remote. Yeah. You'd cover the <laughs> sensor, or you'd unplug it
0: and then go away, or you'd turn off was a, the was a Wi-Fi. a amount of back and forth. I no. would say it was a one-sided. It wasn't
1: one-sided, but it yeah. was definitely 70-30. <laughs> uh, when you sought revenge on them, and but didn't want to face your mother's wrath... Okay, so how would you seek revenge without getting mom... Well, mom didn't really care. Yeah, that's the thing. No, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just it. Loose rules. It was a loose rule. Don't, a go, go, don't go to mom. I the
0: parent situation. The kids would nope. win. So yeah. yeah, no. No
1: one ever went to mom. <laughs> um, when you were constantly told that you were practically twins, did anyone ever tell you that you looked like...
0: One of the girls? Yeah.
1: No. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the
0: picture that goes with this. <laughs> is okay. <laughs> so weird. Thankfully, that's going to be a false. Oh,
1: my God. Uh, When you grabbed some popcorn every time they borrowed each other's stuff without asking.
0: Is that a thing people I do? I don't fucking know what that means. <laughs> people
1: you didn't... in America do this. Okay, so here's a good question that I wanted answered. As a boy in a house of girls, how long did it take you to understand what tampons were?
0: Hmm. <laughs> uh... I mean, honestly, probably sex ed in middle school. Time. Really? Yeah. Like, it
1: didn't really, like, ever dawn on you that that was happening before that? Nope.
0: Mm-hmm. The only, in terms of, like, looking back, being like, oh, okay. The only things I could think of is when we would have, like, puppies or whatever, and we'd leave them in the house. Oh, And then yeah. mom we had or one so or you or the, one the older sisters went animals. in, they'd be like, okay, wow, the trash is <laughs> all over the place, and the kids are not allowed inside the house, so yeah. I'd be like... That's weird why I'm not in the house, just because there's trash everywhere. <laughs> Looking back, it's because they got into the gross trash. The gross trash. So, yeah, so yeah, okay, now that makes sense. Got it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, all right. Does it make it easier for you now when you're married? That I mean, I guess you don't know what easier is. Like, yeah, right. That's the thing. Like,
0: And it's unique for Melissa as well, because she was an only child, so like oh, she has God. nothing to compare it to either, so we're both like... I don't know. Like, we're both open about it. So So you see see things on TV.
1: As a a person with... Okay, so here's... Side note. We're going to stop this little what you get when you grow up with sisters things because this is crazy to me. I married someone who is an only child. Oh, yeah. You married someone who is an only child. Cecily married someone who is an only child. Zach has a sister. And a brother. And a brother. Yeah. And then I think... Nathan is an only child I said that. oh I did uh, I think Wendell has siblings but I'm not 100% sure but marrying was, yeah. somebody with an only as an only child when you have so many brothers and sisters I almost feel like we do it like so that we Kim can have so that we can have one holiday that's quiet <laughs> 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 but also like they just don't half the time. They just don't get it. Oh, for sure. Like there are phone calls that happen at like 10 PM. There are like, I talk to my siblings at least once a day, one of you at least once a day, Kevin doesn't get it. Like (laughs) it's makes no sense to him whatsoever. Does Melissa have ever say like, you talk to your siblings a lot. You talk to your sisters a lot.
0: No, because she's always yearned for that sibling connection, so okay. she's, she, she enjoys it. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's good. Kevin doesn't get it.
0: He doesn't get upset <laughs> by probably, it. That's probably like a guy thing. It might right be now, a guy thing. Be like, yeah.
1: That's weird. That's weird. You I mean, talk to those people a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot, a lot. Okay. Uh, when you feel the need to be overly protective, do you feel overly protective?
0: No. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks. Correct. <laughs> Get wrecked. Don't
1: give up up. I would
0: say probably when I was younger there was that like idea that was like one of the few scraps I had been in as a kid. Oh God. was when this one kid who was not getting the grade above me was throwing snowballs at Sierra. And then I was like, you need to knock it off now. It's like you. one of those ones where you like hit face twice with the snowball and then you're really not having a good time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And then he got her in the face again and I was like, "All right, bro. <laughs> it's go time." So I threw the backpack over his head to drag him down and then hit upwards <gasps> into his stomach.
1: Did you really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Did he fight back? No. Did he you was win? A guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. My god. did you feel bad about it? No.
0: <laughs> he was warned.
1: <laughs> You've been warned, man. <laughs>
0: if someone tells you to stop and you do it again. Hi. How
1: old was Sierra?
0: Oh, I want to say she was probably in second grade. We were, we were all young.
1: Oh, really, God. Yeah. Even though they get on your nerves, you'll always love them because they make you who you are today.
0: Okay.
1: You agree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, siblings have the greatest influence on who we are and who we become. According to a growing body of research, siblings may be more influential shapers than parents. I mean, I
0: could... Probably see some of the validity in that statement because, yeah. uh, like especially for us, like a lot of our childhood was us taking care of each other for yep. dinners and whatnot because yep. parents were at work and on their way back home. So yep. in that regard, I can definitely see how that's true. But in other ways, like as much as you know, we're close in our adult relationships. When I was yeah. a kid, I wasn't necessarily all that close with the girls at home. So yeah,
1: there was conflict at home though too. But you guys right. like bond like you you almost like trauma bonded. Like, it wasn't like you were bonding in that moment, but like there was some sort of bonding happening because of what was going on. It says, like it or not, so much of the way we handle our relationships, closeness, competition, the way we give support, the way we argue, the way we resolve conflicts, the way we play, and the way we love, we learned from our interactions with our siblings. Conflicts with our parents can make our relationships with our siblings stronger. Oh,
0: yeah. That is valid. (laughs) There's always someone that says, no, "For real, um, hey, mom's mad." So no, 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 no. XYZ. You're
1: saying it wrong. Your mom is mad. We <laughs> never. First off, first off,
0: we no. say that it's your mom. No, it's not yours. Mine. It's uh, your, your mother.
1: Your mother is having a is fit. On a rampage. She's upset. <laughs> Guys, this is a red alert. Do, Do not, not answer, answer the phone.
0: phone. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, be busy right now. Stay
1: away from the phone. Oh my god. One of our so sisters yesterday had to be like, "Guys, I made a mistake." <laughs> I answered the phone. Please do not make the same mistake. Yeah. We definitely bond over conflict with parents. Sorry, guys. Um, There's nothing like sibling support. Recent research suggests important sibling support or sibling support is important for bolstering resilience and coping with difficult life experiences. A good sibling relationship is excellent medicine for dealing with terrible things in life. I would actually have to go ahead and agree with that 150 yeah, oh, fucking sure. percent.
0: Yeah, right. It's all, it, no one else is going to understand. Through, yeah, through your life and your decisions. So when they when something's impactful in your own life, yep. they totally understand it on a different level. As like, they understand the, it because of who you are. Yeah, physical impact yeah. on that situation. So it's almost like,
1: you know, Kevin, obviously I've known and loved Kevin, husband Kevin Weller which is how he is known on the podcast, husband, Kevin Weller, uh, known and loved him for 15 years, but I have known and loved you for all of your 28 years, 29 years. Like it's, it's crazy to think that there are human beings in my life who have known me for that long. Like Cecily's known me for 33 years. That's ridiculous that's yeah. a ridiculous amount of time to know somebody but because of that i can call her when i'm upset and it's the most comfortable thing to kind of be like this happened and have her just be like fuck man yeah. sucks and, <laughs> and like sucks bro, sucks, bro. And, did you try this yeah cool okay so i saw a dog today <laughs> like perf. Awesome it's interesting when you have siblings and I feel bad for any of the listeners right now who don't have siblings. Like this is definitely not the episode for you. You should probably like (laughs) go back a couple episodes, listen to the virginity episode, listen to something else. Uh, This one's not for you. It's really, really something special to have a relationship with a sibling, especially when you just need someone who knows who the fuck you are and what the fuck you've been through and be able to just be like, cool. So What are you going to have for dinner? (laughs) The more siblings you have. This is a crazy statistic, by the way. This one blew my mind. The more siblings you have, the less likely you are to divorce as an adult.
0: That makes sense, though. Tell me why you
1: think that.
0: Because if you have a lot of siblings, you're thrown into a constant battle of of different wills of people wanting different things right of different conflicts
1: bro that's exactly what it says <laughs> yeah
0: more siblings really smart, okay shut up
1: more siblings mean more experience dealing with others and that seems to provide additional help in dealing with a marriage as an adult yeah
0: but it's also giving me better tactics to be a dick <laughs> okay explain Well, you just know how to push buttons better. You totally do. (laughs) Hello.
1: (laughs) But when you're a sibling, it's almost unfair because, like, Sierra can be an asshole. You can be an asshole. And, like, tomorrow I'm still going to, like, answer the phone when you call. Like, but if our significant others are assholes one too many times, we're going to be like, you can get the fuck out. (laughs) Like, you can go. Like, your siblings can't, like, break your heart. I mean, I guess they can, but like yeah, they will always be your, like I would never, there's no way to undo it. There's no way to undo this. Right. Like, you are stuck with me. <laughs> but like, so it's almost like, yeah, it, it can strengthen your marriage. But at the same time, like that sibling relationship is almost like nothing else on this place. It's like a cement. It's like a weird cement that never sure. ever goes away. Right. He's just shaking his head. He has no idea he's drunk. Um, This one is annoying because I don't see what advantage I had at all. But firstborn girls have a decided advantage when it comes to birth order. Go fuck yourself. I had no advantage. What
0: does that mean?
1: The advantage really goes to the firstborn girl. Um, First born females report having higher educational aspirations and higher educational attainment than their siblings. That's untrue. Uh, Ryan got his doctorate before I got my master's and Lindsay got her master's the same year that I did. And she's younger than me. You're both younger than me. Everyone's younger than me. (laughs) Everyone's taller than me, but everyone's younger than me (laughs) very annoying <laughs> youngest children tend to be more rebellious yes uh, yeah <laughs> accurate true. Our younger uh, sister. Yep. yep that is probably because they feel the need to stand up to their brother or sister and get attention from their parents i actually don't know <laughs>
0: if don't that's know. the reason yeah, i never know about those things how <laughs> i'm much not that sure about that driving factor in people's lives I, right I, I don't know that
1: sounds weird to me i don't think i like that so okay tell me a little bit about yourself 18 that, that was a lot more than 18. I did two different ones mixed oh, together. Man. Yeah. That was like 27. No, it was not. No, it wasn't. It was like 23. <laughs> but it was. Robert, more. give me a count back. On that. <laughs> Robert, we need to check back on that. And I'm going to give you time. Three, two,
0: one. He said 10. There I you go. Him. He
1: did not say 10. <laughs> You're such a liar. So, normally, I like to let the guest talk about themselves for a little bit. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. So I need you to give me a little background. Where do you grow up? Where do you come from? What's your family like? (laughs) I'm serious. You really have to do this. (laughs) What's your family like? Um, What do you do? Like, just tell me a little bit about yourself.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: I will fucking kill you. You are about to say something
0: (laughs) so snarky, aren't you? No, I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) Although... I don't know how many times, <laughs> if you've had all the siblings do this. And I want... have
1: not. It's just one. It's, it's only been Cecily.
0: Yeah, but then Cecily, she announces where she grew up. She Hi. did it
1: weirdly. <laughs> Everyone does it different.
0: I promise. Hi. The it's same fun. answers as no. the other siblings. No, there's no questions.
1: So there's no answers. Um, so Go we grew
0: it. up in a suburb south of Seattle um, called Federal Way.
1: The ghetto. It's a, you know, it's
0: a smidge, yeah. A smidge? I remember my first day of high school, uh, just walking in down the hall to class, and I was heading into the cooking class, and right there, there's this guy that walked up to his, well, I thought, friend at his locker, and then they did a nice handshake, and then one of them handed them a baggie of weed, and I was like, okay... <laughs>
1: i'm gonna go ahead and just remind the listener if this is your first time listening to what's your position and you haven't heard me talk about it before we were super religious and super prudish so (laughs) this didn't fly i cried when my friends drank in high school so i was i never got invited to high school parties did you get invited to high school parties
0: I mean, to my own nerdy friend groups. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm not talking so about D&D parties, nerdy
1: Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> like, no, I never went to like a party party, like ever. No. You either, okay? My first, uh, so it trickled my first, down. It was the trickle down.
0: My first uh, experience to a party party would be when I had to break it up as an RA and write <laughs> everyone up. For
1: the newbie listener, explain what an RA is.
0: Oh, okay. So, an RA is the resident assistant in the college dorms who's basically the. NARC. NARC. NARC! Narc. You know. Nerd! I wanted to keep a nice environment for the residents. Thank you. Robert,
1: insert a nerd alert (laughs) meme here. Rude. Rude. So we grew up in a suburb. Tell me about what it was like growing up in that house. Like go from little to big. Like, what was it like?
0: Like, um, I don't know. It. I mean, it. it what's your
1: first it, memory as a kid?
0: Uh, I, I don't know. My memories of kids are really smattered and date was happened.
1: it daycare was it christmas i, I remember, remember
0: spending it... time in daycare down like the basement area yep. like carpeted mm-hmm. basement okay that sounds, sounds really really that sounds sketchy sketchy let me back up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> downstairs okay we, oh my god There's a little my bedroom like a was open, downstairs like open you know we've talked about for, the daycare uh, on the uh, show yeah, everyone knows yeah mm-hmm. a daycare room toys <laughs> and
1: stuffed animals <laughs> it was normal chains whips it the was more than
0: i say it's normal it's, it sounds less normal. there was a mural on the wall <laughs>
1: with like a happy sunshine like, yeah it was great, it was yeah, great. a rainbow and a rainbow it's perfect it's great it was a little underground it was like three feet underground if you remember
0: yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. it was a always
1: laundry piled
0: up laundry anyway piles, so
1: yes. what so what do you remember being a kid do you remember like Going on field trips. Do you remember having sisters? Do you what do you remember? Do you remember? Do you know who I am?
0: Where am I? Who is this? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so so essentially, like, if if the question is broad, like, what was it like, like throughout my childhood? I mean, things have always been good, right? Like, yeah. in terms of compared to others, right? Of course, there's not that much I can complain about. We. There's always times where we didn't have what we needed, but it wasn't everything that spectacular. Yeah. Right. I'd say the like the worst times for us were when one time our mom had to pull us aside and was like, "Okay, I can only afford to pay electricity or water bill right now. So let's pay the water bill." That and makes then, sense. <laughs> and then in a couple <laughs> days we'll pay the electricity bill. So that, like in terms of like that that was probably like the low end of things but then <laughs> on the high end of things, right? We had family vacations and we went down I remember going down to you know Disneyland and yeah Knoxville Farms like you know I'd say we had a very nice childhood for sure. the most part.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What was it like to have sisters?
0: Regular? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: see you giving this hard. a lot of
0: thought. <laughs> it's hard because how can you compare it to anything else?
1: I don't know. You were friends with twins who only had brothers, right?
0: Yeah. Well no, because they had their sister Katie.
1: Okay, what about Andrew?
0: He had had a fraternal twin, boy and girl, and then an older sister. Okay. Okay, so I can compare it to my two kids, which are both boys, right? There you go. They have a violent streak that I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm not sure if it's because I passed on and Melissa, we've combined to some sort of sociopathic (laughs) eggs. (laughs) From what I've...
1: One of them today today stepped on the dog's face just to say... Did that hurt?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so like one time, uh, one of the boys was just sitting here watching oh, TV just on his little chair and then the other one just totally nonchalant, walked up right behind his older brother, reared his hand back as hard he can, powered it up and slapped him <laughs> on the back of the head. <laughs> and so then, of course, the older brother oh, gets mad God. and says, I'm, and like starts swinging back at Connor. Yeah. So me, you know, Logic says, <laughs> I'll allow it <laughs> so
1: today <Fair> I just <laughs> fair, fair I just want you to know I was in the bathroom today putting on my Halloween makeup and Alan was in there watching me I'm like you want to watch me put on my makeup and he's five so of course he does and Connor in and was like I want to wear the Black Panther mask and Alan handed it to him but then hit him on the back of the head and I said Alan don't hit your brother so Connor took that as a free-for-all and whacked him super hard in the back of the head to which Alan was like mom Connor hit me for no reason and I was like that's actually not
0: true Narc. <laughs> if I can go ahead and interject really quickly but, uh, but yeah, so so the boys, I don't know if it's r two, but for one, it seems like it's it's fairly common in brother relationships because I never had that, right? So we never grew up wrestling. Nope. We didn't grow up, I mean, like, yes, sometimes the arguments would get, like, mildly physical, I suppose, and, like, the girls would hit each other or whatever, but, like... That was never really anything that I No,
1: played. they used to bite me
0: yeah, and yeah. I used to be
1: told cuz you
0: Okay, or like we would bite when we were like young toddlers, but like in terms of like child Young toddlers?
1: Years. Let's go ahead and go into a little story really quickly, <laughs> shall we? So, it's Easter. I'm not really sure what year it would be. Let's see. You were born in '92. Yeah, the
0: year of the the scratch. I'm I
1: not going to talk about it. It was
0: '97. <laughs> it was '97.
1: I think you were five, so you were Alan's age, and um, I was, I was, I was overrun with dealing with. Ch- I was 17, and I probably I was angsty, <laughs> and I was also tired. I had lots of children. I had a daycare in my life. I had five, four younger siblings that I spent a lot of time with. And mom said, get Sierra and Lindsay ready for pictures. And I was like, okay. And then she said, get Ryan ready for pictures. And you were a shit. And (laughs) she was like, just do his hair. And I'm like, fine. So I got gel and you were literally a moving target. So it was like my hands had to like (laughs) fly through your hair as you ran by to get your hair to spike up. And then I had to put your shirt on. And button it, which was, I mean, who the fuck adds buttons to a five year old shirt? Like, that is cruel and unusual. (laughs) Just sew those puppies onto a t shirt. Just sew it on and velcro. Velcro that shit. No one would know. Just velcro. (laughs) And then she said, get everyone out to the porch. And this is terrible because the photographer is outside waiting. And I'm upset because I'm 17 and. 17. And I don't have children. And I'm not even allowed to kiss a boy. And yet I have four kids that I'm responsible for. And Ryan is trying to run down the stairs and into the front yard. And I know if his clothes get dirty, I'm the asshole that's <laughs> going to get in trouble. So I grab him by the arm. Imagine six steep porch steps. He's trying to run down these steps with all the velocity that he has. And I am trying to pull him back with my velocity while also trying to find the other three girls who I have meticulously placed in dresses and done their hair. And Ryan reaches over and bites the fist that is holding him. So (laughs) I let go. And he fell down six stairs and hit his face on the concrete.
0: And that was my last memory as a child. (laughs) easy period needless to say
1: he was bleeding from numerous places and our easter pictures ended up with him with a shit eating grin on his face because he knew exactly what he did with Two scabs and me, red faced and sad because I got yelled <laughs> and grounded for weeks. Yeah, the
0: year of the bloody pictures. The
1: year of the bloody pictures. <laughs> we don't talk about that year, <laughs> but that's probably the closest it ever got to violence—is yeah. biting or like I'm tired of this. I'm letting you go. Right. <laughs> Fall down the fucking yeah, right. so stairs. It's, it's see di- if it's I kind care. Of a different
0: bond to see between the two of them compared to what I've experienced. Well,
1: and also, do you miss that you didn't have a brother?
0: It's I don't know how to miss what you never had. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things like
1: I understand you're not a super like philosophical brain <laughs> human. But go ahead and humor me. Do you wish you had a brother?
0: Not necessarily because okay. I I don't know because I feel like wishing for something that I didn't have would be some sort of some type of feeling regret or missing out and I don't. I feel like everything was uh, I don't regret anything like that. True. I I have a lot of good guy friends and stuff still. Um Do you
1: think you have more guy friends because you had sisters so you kind of like reached like No, you, if
0: anything I think it's allowed me to make nice girlfriends. That's, that's actually one term, of the statistics but, yeah.
1: I read was that guys who have more sisters are actually able to create bonds with females in different ways. Like they're yeah. they're able to make friends with women rather than romantic relationships yeah, and it's and I, like, I
0: feel like that in most of the jobs I've had, I generally would connect with the female staff more than yeah. the male staff. Right. Because I'm also not like a guy's guy, so like I'm not...
1: What do you mean by that, teeny?
0: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so that's like, okay, rude. <laughs> I don't stand for that. So that's one of them. teenies okay, are like gross. fruity drinks. It's All disgusting. Right. like sweet and fruity and I don't want to taste the alcohol, thank you very yeah. much. And also, mm, add color to that. Mm. I want it to be nice mm. and vibrant.
1: Okay. <laughs> I just had a bright red drink. If yeah. you saw my Instagram, you understand.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, but I mean, like, so yeah, so I, there was even, uh, one of my, one of the bosses I, when I first got out of school, um, uh, he was like, it was like two weeks into knowing me. He's like, you know, you're, you're really an interesting guy. You give off a really effeminate vibe. And I was like, Whoa, thank you.
1: My safe, my <laughs> stage name is Molly. <laughs>
0: Thanks? What? <laughs> <The laughs> <fuck? laughs> like, I wasn't offended by it. It was just kind of weird. Thanks? Thank you? Uh, <laughs> me. But yeah, no. Uh, so I don't necessarily wish I had a brotherly re- relationship. I had, yeah, like something. But watching, friends,
1: ha- but like having two boys, did that like weird you out for a little while? Like, you were like, damn, this is not what I remember siblings being like.
0: No, no. Because, I mean, there's still vast similarities right like the getting along the playing together and then the suddenly turning into bickering over something entirely stupid i was like yeah that sounds about right that <laughs> sounds about right yeah
1: it what good. is it like to have kids two two kids that like because sierra has one kid Lindsay has one kid cecily and i yeah, don't I have kids first, thanks i win you did okay fine <laughs> you win dick <laughs> You had your both your kids before anyone else did. Congratulations, <laughs> you procreated. Bravo! <laughs> um, but what's it like to watch siblings? I think that's one of the coolest things. That's why I really like coming here and staying here when I come to visit. Is because I really enjoy watching them be brothers. Like whenever anybody says, "Like, tell me three interesting things about you." my first thing that I go to is that I'm the oldest of nine siblings. I really, I love, I know, right? It's it's weird. That
0: number is wrong. You're an
1: exaggerating bitch. No, No. (laughs) Between, I do have another half of a family. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, mom. Uh, (laughs) Thanks a lot. Um, But it's like one of my favorite things to talk about is that I'm a sister. And so... I get really excited to watch the bond between Alan and Connor, and it's hilarious to watch them fight about the stupidest shit. Like, Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> what's it like to watch kids be siblings?
0: Um, So, I don't know. I guess the best way to explain that is to more explain what it was when Alan was just by himself. Okay. So, when Alan was just, well, we, I don't know, we was about one when we first got when we got pregnant with Connor anyways but um but anyways like even when he was developing still as like a 1-year-old because they're starting to learn some independence there his level of independence was always around us wanting to take part in playing yeah um so like, yeah he would kind of want to play with a toy by himself but he would also want to have us, us play yeah, with you him guys with
1: engage that. yeah
0: right. whereas when Connor was in those same ages he was much more easily, happily involving his brother into that. Do instead you th- of just leeching um, us.
1: What do you think, like, uh, about all the things that talk about, like, like, older siblings being... I mean, like, there's so much science about, like... An older sibling is more intelligent. An older sibling is going to be a leader. An oh. older sibling is is the nicer one. An yeah, older sibling is. I
0: mean, there's so many statistics for everything. I know, so, right? So then you can say, okay, let's focus on all these older sibling ones. Now let's focus on all these. They lived in this state in particular. Oh, I there's know, all these right? Statistics and yeah. now because oh wait, but they also exposed to less, much less vitamin D. So <laughs> this it's like okay.
1: What do you see the difference between Alan and Connor? What do you think the biggest differences are?
0: Um uh, so Alan's a lot more sympathy driven. He's even though he can be kind of vindictive and steps on dogs, that <laughs> worse?
1: Um, he really does he have really much is, more he, of an empathetic he really side. He is very empath. So like he is in
0: school, if the teacher says that a kid was crying for their mom, he'll be the first to rush over to them, and usually he actually will start crying with them because of it. Oh. So he just he's, he's very empathetic. And Connor, he's all I mean, he's also younger. He just turned three, so. He hasn't quite developed anything like that. He's he's very, Connor's very stubborn, which I see a lot of myself in that. So one of his, one of the things we Connor do. Connor
1: reminds is, me of you so yeah. much. One of the
0: things we do, right, is if, if they wrong somebody by doing something, you're like, okay, Tell you am so sorry. sorry, go give him a the hug, and he'll just look at me with his chin tucked <laughs> down into his chest, and his eyes yep. pointed way up. and Yep, just, you've got to be kidding face, me. And then he'll just sit there and like, go say sorry. You've got just, to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> and he just watch, And I'm like, I mean it, go right now. And <laughs> he'll just slowly meander, just watching me the whole time. Sorry. And he'll say it so quiet and angrily. So I mean, so His, I don't know. They have, they're have they're, they're similar in ways, they're also different.
1: Connor is adorable. Like, Alan is the most excited Okay, so when I showed up this weekend, it makes my aunt heart flutter. I knocked on the door, and I could hear Alan screaming at the top of his lungs, Ashley's here! And ran to the door to get me. But, like, Connor will show you his love in the the most random ways. So tonight I was like... Alan, will you take a picture with me? And he was like, ugh, I guess, and took a photo with me. And I was like, Connor, will you take a picture with me? And he was like, nope, I'm just kidding. Of course I'll take a picture with you. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> like, what is happening? You're three. Stop being so sassy. He's was adorable. Uh, it's it's funny because when I was 10, you were born. and
0: Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> thanks. <laughs>
1: Fact checker.
0: So, thanks. Robert, go ahead and answer that song, please. Thank you. <laughs> Lord.
1: I was 10 when you were born. Go die, because I know how old I was. And I remember a change. Like, Every time a sibling was born, I remember how I felt. Like, like
0: darker and deeper and yeah,
1: hatred. <laughs> more and more hatred. Sierra, you're the worst. <laughs> Just kidding. No, like when, I, when Cecily was born, I was fascinated. Like I went to big sister class. Like we had to go to this class at a hospital where I learned how to hold a baby. Like it was a fake baby. And I learned how to change a diaper. And I learned how to hold a bottle and like how to take care of a baby. And then when Lindsay was born, I remember being like, Oh yeah, this is old hat. I've done this before. <laughs> I'm good. And then you were born. And I was like, this is a boy. Like this is, I was so, totally different. I was so excited. <laughs> Grandma woke me up and she's like, your mom's in labor. And we were in Oak Harbour, which is two hours away. And she drove me all the way down to the hospital so I could be at the hospital when <laughs> you were born And I got to be in the waiting room. It was like 11 p.m. or midnight or something. And I was like, this is a big, this is a big deal. (laughs) Like, this is a boy. I'm going to have a brother. And I remember when you were a baby looking at you. And I didn't do this with any other sibling. And I don't know why. But like, I remember looking at you going, I wonder what he's going to look like when he's 10 years old.
0: And then I got thrown down the stairs and (laughs) had a permanent scar. Over the entirety of my face.
1: You're hideous.
0: Quasimodo-esque, thank you. the
1: worst. And I couldn't, no one, I had never done that with any other, and then you turned 10 and I was like, oh, that's what he looks like. Okay, well, I guess I wonder what he looks like when he's 20. And then you turned 20 and I was like, oh, okay, not much difference. <laughs> About the same. A little less hair. A little less hair. But, you know, <laughs> it was like the weirdest concept to me to have this, to have a brother. Like, it was so foreign. But, like, it was very cool. And then you were a total asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I just didn't understand, like, this energy and this, like, this need to be. Oh, my God. You probably don't remember. I would pick you up to change you or, like like change your clothes or put you in the bath and you'd go into like a complete and total (laughs) mortis of like stiffness. So like either I couldn't hold you or like you'd slide right through my arms or it would be like you'd become dead weight. Like when you hold someone, they kind of hold their own weight, (laughs) but like you would just go dead. It was terrible. And then I'd have mom being like, change him! Why aren't you changing him? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding? Do you see this? Make him stop! Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. Oh my... Okay, so what's it like to be a dad?
0: Um... Let's see. What is it? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's also awful. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's horrid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, on, the, on the minute. Yeah, right.
1: It's funny to watch your brother be a father. Like you sat in the back of the van the other day, and you were like playing with Connor. Whereas I would have been like, "I'm over this. Like, <laughs> stop handing me the car. I don't want the car anymore." And you were cracking up at how cute they were. Like you reach over and ruffle their hair, and like you like tickle them, and like you play with them. But then at the same time, you're like, "Hey." knock it off. <laughs> Stop it. It's like the most
0: bipolar
1: relationship yeah, right. <laughs> ever. But like when you were a kid, did you want to be a dad?
0: Yeah, I would say there's always been a part of me that was like, oh, I want to have a family of my own. And when did you know that? Well, realistically, probably I feel like I had a really, I mean, it's, it sounds stupid because I was. Nothing is stupid. Fourth grade, but like... No, it doesn't. I, I very strongly remember a time where I didn't understand the math homework. And our mom was came over and tried to help me and she couldn't figure it out. And then I got so mad that I ran away from home. I just ran out <laughs> to the park, our, neighbor, our, our uh, school park. Wildwood? Yeah, a couple blocks away. And then Cecily, our older sister, or my older sister, I was younger. Sister, our sister came, came to see me and she's like, um, why are you so mad? And I was like I'm frustrated that our mom can't even help me with the situation. I feel like she should be able to help me with. And then she's like, "Well, maybe you can do something different, you know, later on." And I was like, "The only thing that I could do different is become in control of my own education, in control of my life enough so that when my kids need help, I'll always be able to help them." And so, literally, that's that was a complete spur one eighty, and that's what started my drive for education. So then. I just dove into studies and was like, Jesus, Anytime that they're gonna need this, I'm gonna be a master of it because they're not gonna run into the same problems that I ran into. Wow. So that's that's really like when you literally I, became I a, I to be a doctor a, when I was yeah. in when I was thirteen years old. I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. You knew it. Like you I mean, went said, to the eye yeah. I I am going to become an optometrist.
1: You went to the eye doctor yeah. and you decided that's exactly what you wanted to be. I'm
0: going to do this. And so I only applied to one college because I knew I was going to go to that college, and I only applied to one graduate school because this was the only thing that I was going to do.
1: Not only that, you graduated with honors mm-hmm. in high school, mm-hmm. and then you graduated with honors in college, and yeah, and then you graduated with honors in graduate school. Yeah, you
0: skipped the last. You year skipped
1: of the last year because <laughs> because you were so smart. You were just, and I remember phone calls of mom being like he's so he's so into school like it was a bad thing like oh my god I used to get so frustrated like when I was going to high school there was never any drive like I got C's and B's and no one ever said you need to take your SATs you need to go to college like it was never anything that was ever suggested Mm -hmm. and so when I went to leave to go to college it was like how dare you How dare you go to college? And I sucked for the first, like, three years in college. It was Mm -hmm. awful. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me take something that I actually care about. And then I got straight A's. And I was like, wait a second. I didn't realize I was so smart. (laughs) When did you realize that you were smart? Um. I was, like, 23.
0: Uh (laughs) I would say... And it, it just—it sounds cocky. I no, really it does don't like it. About no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, there was times in high school where I legitimately would just not study because, as much as I had drive to do things, yep. I was also lazy and I like to procrastinate and I like video games.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: So there's all I so there ever times got that, you for Christmas. So there's times that would come by where I'd be like, I understand the material enough. I'm not even gonna study, and then I would literally just ace the test entirely. And then I remember this one time in particular, I was like, oh, so the teacher handed back tests, like, sweet, I didn't even study and I got 100%. And she's like, you know, you really shouldn't say that out loud. There's people that have tried a lot harder than you and can't even get to the same level. And I was like, whoa, you're right. Like, I'm taking this for granted. Like, Yeah. And so it just kind of opened my eyes a little bit to that. Did you ever feel like
1: you were just, just like gift, like gifted? Or do you feel like? No.
0: uh, What I've always explained is I happened to have so I've never been excelling in sports or arts or anything. I'm good at school. Okay. I'm, I have the mind for tests. I have kind of a photographic memory, so I can, and I just have a mind where I could be like, oh, I imagine the teacher's test question will look like this. And so I'll study material like that. and Deductive, re- deductive reasoning. Yeah. Yep. Right? So I'm, I'm good at school, which yeah. doesn't translate to anything else nope. outside of those years. Same. But I'm uh, so good at school. <laughs> school. Yes. So, uh, so I mean, like I said, it's, and it's one of the things where it's like, that's so why I was like, I don't want to sound like, oh, I'm so smart no. at this. It's just, yes, I just happen to excel in those situations. But there's right. also plenty of things where I'm like, ooh, I don't understand any of this. I need help.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, and but it's tough when you're in an environment where that's not a priority. And so when you make it your own priority as a child in the third or fourth grade, yeah. and then you make it a priority as in junior high and high school, it makes it difficult for you to excel in things like a social network. Right. So like you remind me, please. You didn't do drama. You didn't do, you did speech and debate Mm -hmm. and you didn't do choir you didn't do band, but you did speech and debate. And then where did you meet Melissa?
0: Uh, in photography class. Okay. In photography. I was forced to take an art. (laughs) (laughs) So I figured I would do probably the easiest one where I couldn't screw it up with my own. Did you screw it up? Like, no, I was fine. (laughs) Did
1: you get a disposable camera? No, they had us
0: rent little digital cameras and practice phones. And and so
1: Melissa went to high school with you. Yeah. And she was the same grade as you?
0: No, she was a grade beneath us. Oh,
1: wow. she's Below you? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Cool, cool. And do you remember the first time you met her?
0: Um... I mean, I don't know. Probably the first time I met her truly was the first day of that class, but I don't remember that situation. But the first interaction with her was she was struggling with some Photoshop thing, and she was asking the teacher for help who was busy and wasn't paying attention. And so I was like, oh, here, I can just help you out. And so I just showed her how to do it and went back to my friend group. We were sitting adjacent, but... um, Who was in the class? In terms of my friends? Yeah. Uh, Sean was. okay. (laughs) Sean. <laughs> Hi, Sean. <laughs>
1: and then what? And then you asked her to prom, or what'd you do? <laughs> no, I
0: asked her to marry Then <laughs> just
1: done. Asked her to marry you at the end of the day, end of the class. Yep. So Ryan and Melissa's relationship is extremely important because why?
0: Because we're married and have kids. Yep. <laughs> because did right? you did you sweet. did okay. you did so good
1: you're so smart yes. i'm so Tell proud of did you good, please you did good <laughs> uh no because ryan and melissa actually met in high school they are a um one percent less than one percent actually now i just heard is that t- real? yeah huh. less than one percent of high school sweethearts get married and have children and remain married. And so Ryan and Melissa are unique because not only are they high school sweethearts who got married and had children, but they were each other's first boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: Literally first everything's.
1: First kiss. First. Hand
0: holding. Hand holding. <laughs> first,
1: like, heart flutter. First note passed. First Sex, first child, first marriage, first everything. So, is there any possible way for your analytical doctor brain to even break that down and tell me how it's different from anyone else's relationship? Like, can you look at a relationship like Kevin and I, or like Zach and Lindsay, and in any way find difference in that? Like, any more
0: purity? I don't know. It's, it's tough, right? Because essentially for Melissa and I, it was... Because we even had periods of long distance because I went to college before when she was still up here. Mm-hmm. And I was a state away. So, like, even through all that, our goal was always put the other one first, push through everything to stay together as much as possible. So... For us, it was kind of a, as long as we always keep the other person as the forefront of all of our actions, then it, everything else would just fall in place. But
1: why didn't it dawn on you with the life that we saw growing up, was there ever a time where you said, I'm gonna make this work because I have to make
0: this work? Well, I mean, I mean of course. Just because we've, been together for a long time doesn't mean we haven't had issues like we I, and that's what the thing is like I don't see that our relationship is all that special honestly I just feel like we're just we just happen to meet younger than people other people like than you and Kevin right it's like I feel like there's not anything that I gotta tell you if, like if I
1: met husband Kevin Weller when he was 15 years old I would never have married him <laughs> I love you I love you so much but you were a shit when you were in high school and you know it so no, it is different because he was a piece of crap.
0: <laughs> I didn't. No, no, well, okay, in that regard. We, both, Melissa and I, were like very mature compared to our peers. Sure. Right? So like even like so all through high school, like I never, never drank, never did drugs. Right. Was same. Always school straight A's. So, Not same. I worked. I worked throughout high school. So, same. Like, I was. You know, that's what it was uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, maybe in that regard it was different, but I don't know. I mean, that can't be the only reason why no high school relationships. But I, I, I honestly, I so can't put a finger on it. I don't know.
1: You grew up in the household that the same household that I did that was extremely religious, but dad I wouldn't say
0: that. See, I, would, say I you would. grew up in that household and I didn't. Really? Because, because during most of my formative childhood years, it was just Genie.
1: Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The, the household you, that you I grew in up, that for, right? I did. So,
0: so Wayne left when I was seven. Okay. So right, But so didn't he
1: take them, you to church like all the time?
0: Well, sometimes on the weekends, yeah. But like it's, it's different because the household wasn't ruled like that. Kind do you we feel... Earlier, it's like the house was literally run by the kids. So literally I had no, I answered to no one. Like, and I could have done whatever I wanted. But my answers, my, my decisions were always, oh, I'm just going to do my schoolwork. And I'm going to do whatever the hell I want, like hang out with friends. Like, yeah, my goals were my desires were never that of mischief or doing whatever. right? No. So,
1: yeah, mine either. No, I know right. what you it's
0: mean. Just, yeah. It's like, so it's, it's different. Well, I, didn't, I don't ever feel like I grew up in a religious household. I feel like
1: all of us were really just good kids. Like, Cecily was a good drama kid. Like, she never really did drugs or do anything like that. And Lindsay was on the dance team. She was, she had like a chip on her shoulder, I think, because everyone experienced the divorce in a different way because of the age that they were at. Like, I was 18, Cecily was 13, Lindsay was 11, you were seven, Sierra was five. So it was like, Every child went through that differently Mm -hmm. and that kind of shaped who they are as a person. But like, we are all really good kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, none of us were ever going to be delinquent high school people. Right. Like, we all did well in school. We all went to college. Some of us went on to get doctorate's degrees. Mm -hmm. You fucking show off. (laughs) You're such a kiss-ass do you feel like there was ever like when you met melissa did you know this is the person i'm gonna marry
0: um so i guess in that regard so even though i don't feel like I, we grew up in a religious household i myself was i'd, I'd say that yeah i was probably the most religious the most yeah yeah, yeah like, so I, was, I was like I had more affinity with Wayne, but anyway. Yeah. Um. So I was probably the most religious out of all of us. Probably, I think that's still valid to say today. Still, but, yeah. Uh, I would. I would agree. Um. So, in my mindset at the time, I don't know if I necessarily have the same beliefs at this point, but um, I didn't want to start dating until I was like, oh, I can. I want to start dating when I can find someone that can be a potential mate. Okay. Or spouse. Sure. Um. So that's the time was what I was thinking is. The only reason I'm going to start dating now is because I'm interested in seeing if there's someone that I can find that's going to be my wife. Yeah. And so, I mean, now looking back, it's like, Hey, okay, I was literally 16. So calm down there, Jethro. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it ended up working out, right?
1: Like, you know. I mean, honestly, I don't know <laughs> if I, I don't know if I could have asked. So here's the problem with when you have four sisters And then you date somebody. Like, thank the heavens, A, you didn't date a lot of girls because we would have hated every single one of them. (laughs) You have to introduce one so that we can hate her and then love her. And then she just absorbs into us and becomes one of us. It's very difficult, I would imagine, for a boy who only has sisters – To bring a girl home. How did that feel for you when you brought Melissa home? Because I know that was rough. Um, It's been rough. Like, there's been times when people or mom or anyone was like, meh.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, uh, Let's see. I don't know. It was a little bit different because because Melissa and I were in high school. Sierra knew who she was and sort of Lindsay already.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's true.
0: So they already knew of her because even though we went to a big school, uh, Melissa was involved in sports and gymnastics and volleyball, etc. And because Lindsay and Sierra were both part of dance team and stuff like that, they had mutual friends who knew Melissa. So they they it was actually kind of fairly easy in that regard because they already knew who she was. That's true. Yeah. So it was kind of so they were already kind of like in a similar group. Yeah. So that part wasn't I don't know it was, was alright. In terms of like was I worried about expectations of the sisters? No. Really? I do what I want. <laughs> oh my god, <gosh>, you're so <laughs> dumb. He no, used to know. have <laughs> a
1: license plate that said I do what I want, I go where I want. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You do. So like, <laughs> but you've always stood up for Melissa. Like yeah. Well, I mean, you say yeah, like it and like no shit, obviously, but like in such a way that like If anyone has sisters or brothers, like clearly I would murder humans if they said shit about you. I will disown people if they talk shit about you. You treat Melissa like, you know, there will be no shit talking. Like I remember a conversation where like no one will talk shit about her. No one will discuss her in that way. Like, you yeah. will respect her because I respect her. Mm-hmm. And I, and not like we were talking shit, but like, you know, she's not not one of us. Yeah, right? Not was, one of us. If, if, like, if I remember
0: correctly, that conversation became because there was like some g- giant family argument about something. And then... What? We had a giant <laughs> family <laughs> argument? <So crazy>. Shocker. <laughs> one of the few arguments you've no ever had very few
1: i think i could count them on on like <laughs> really think, 75 and think, hands and melissa
0: was there while we were arguing yeah i'm fine. pretty sure it was and it Awkward. was just basically, basically she just got like dragged into it yep. so that was just the follow-up of that conversation mm-hmm. but but i mean yeah like that's, al- that's always been a thing of mine is this uh, and you know now it's one of those things where it's is that like is that al- that's almost like almost at a fault kind of in my mind it's like standing up for someone too much is now considered so what because they can't stand up for themselves. But no, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things of, I think everyone deserves that valid. I actually, like,
1: I actually think that, uh, Kevin actually stands up for me a lot and not like to other people, but like to me, he'll say you deserve better yeah, or right. I don't agree with the way you were treated. And he's not one to like get in anyone's face or like, fight with people but he'll definitely be like you shouldn't take that right and I don't agree with the way those people are treating you or it's it makes you feel some kind of way when when the person who you're tethered to wow yawn wow yep. are you bored? am I boring you no is this boring I get sleepy mm. <laughs> mm. you have to work tomorrow no mm. <laughs> When the person you're tethered to via your heart rather than, like, your, you know, veins uh, stands up for you and and says that they... I mean, I know for a fact that your dedication to Melissa made me more dedicated to Melissa. Like, your complete and total, like, love and devotion to her made me love her more. Um, she is probably you know, my favorite Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 sister-in-law. No, she's my only sister-in-law. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I just, I really feel like, you know, you you stood up for her a lot and that's, that's hard to do in a family of women. So, bravo to you, sir.
2: Thank
1: you. You're welcome. So, um, I'm going to ask you a question that I've been dying to ask you for (sighs) 15 years? Are you ready?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) I don't think you are. How old were you when you and Melissa lost your virginity? Mm. Mm. It's a sex podcast. Did you really think you were going to get away with not answering that? Mm.
0: So Um, sad. Yeah, so we were...
1: 17. 16?
0: I was seventeen.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Same. Same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how did you feel about it at the time?
0: Great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rad. Right. And then
1: you were like, oh shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Fuck. All right. And then. From there on, you were pretty much dedicated to the fact that that was the person you were going to marry.
0: I mean, putting it in that connotation makes you sound like because we had sex. No, it I doesn't. Un- hooked forever, but it it wasn't. It was. I would say, I don't know. We we had a very strong emotional bond before we ever yeah had anything. Physical. I agree. So it was it was it wasn't so much, and then it was more of a
1: because. Be-
0: Continuation of. Right? Yeah,
1: it, right. It was not an end that... It was because. Yeah. Yeah, because of.
0: Yeah, and it was one of those things where Melissa and I are both religious. We Before we got married, we actually ended up taking another, like... Well, I mean, think of it what you will, but we had, like, a vow of abstinence. Actually, sure. For, about a year. for how long? before we got married. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wow. How'd that go? Lame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? Really shitty, because... Like- <laughs> My birthday was like a week before we got married. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is awful. <laughs> Can we end this now? Yeah. Like at what point, like at what day, at what month did you realize this was a bad choice?
0: Like when we were like, we're not going to do this anymore? Yeah. You said. I thought
1: you about, well. Well, no, wait. You proposed in November of. No wait.
0: 2012.
1: Okay, and then you got married in August of.
0: 13.
1: So it wasn't a year.
0: Well, before we got engaged.
1: Oh my
0: god.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you got engaged and you. Oh my god.
0: So before we got engaged, even we were. Still okay.
1: So you decided to do, no, like are you are you talking just no sex in general or are you talking like everything?
0: Um. Everything. God, it's honestly hard to even remember at this point. It's been—it's it's been, been very years. long. I—I mean, I mean, are, are we obviously, obviously, no like full sexual, no full sexual no intercourse. Runs,
1: right? Yeah, no home runs. Thank um, you for using the proper <laughs> terminology, Robert. No home runs. Did you hear that?
0: Can we put a crowd noise in there like a home run? <laughs> Thank you, Robert. It, um. Let's see. I mean, obviously, we had. We and like I said, this is I don't know.
1: So in, in at What's Your Position podcast, we define first base as making out an over the shirt cop like copulation. Yeah, right. Second base is like under the shirt, under the like pants. Right. Third base is like oral sex.
0: Okay. So generally speaking, we tried to keep it then within the first two bases. Wow. Yeah. Mainly first. wow. And then if we had a what we would consider a shameful experience would be like second.
1: Why would you call it a shameful experience?
0: Because of what we were trying to do, and we okay. erred from where we were going.
1: Would you today still call it a shameful experience? In... I feel like that's so guilt ridden. That makes <laughs> me sad.
0: It's tough, right? Because that's just the decision that Melissa and I made. So sure. it wasn't like okay. it was like it wasn't like we're like looking back and like God, why did we do that? That was horrible. But it was, I mean. To us, it kind of made us feel stronger in our relationship. Because Do you look like, back on it like, at all and have regrets?
1: You're not really I've been one been for really regrets. Nice on my
0: birthday. <laughs> uh, no, I don't really have regrets about it. I mean, living in the moment, it was really lame. I can't, I can't. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm not well, really been one really for nice regrets. on my birthday. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really one for regrets like that. You're not.
1: So when you got married, mm-hmm. which by the way was beautiful, thanks. I was the maid of honor. Thanks. <laughs> You sang. I did. By the way, uh, real quick story. Oh, my God. I was having a really shitty day. I was actually having a, a really horrific day. And when I have really bad days, I like to go to the beach and just sit on the beach and look at the ocean and reflect on what I'm grateful for. I only do this when I am literally at my lowest and you called me and for those of you that are not older sisters, let me explain something to you. When your younger siblings call, you answer the fucking phone. (laughs) It is very rare. I mean, out of 10 times that you call, how often do I not answer?
0: Maybe one.
1: Maybe one maybe doesn't matter what time of the day it is doesn't matter what i'm doing doesn't matter if i'm working driving cooking sleeping it doesn't matter i maybe one and that time is usually cuz i am either having sex or i am literally away from my phone which is rare i was on the beach having a moment and ryan called me and said hey I'm thinking about singing Melissa a song at the wedding, and I'm wondering if I can sing the song to you and you can tell me what you think. Okay, your little brother calls you and wants to sing you a song that he wants to sing to his bride. No, I can't. I can't talk to you right now. I'm busy. I have to go. <laughs> I gotta go. I pulled my fucking self together and hid my sobs as he sang... What song?
0: The Book of Love.
1: The Book of Love by Peter Gabriel, which if you haven't heard it, turn this the fuck off and go <laughs> listen to it. And he sang acapella, the Book of Love to me, that he was going to sing to his bride on his wedding day. And, well, I mean obviously I was like yeah clearly this is what you're singing clearly this is what you're doing it's perfect please don't change anything and then on the wedding day he sang it and she had no idea she had no clue that he was going to do that and I don't know did anyone else know
0: um I think some of the guys knew uh-huh. I was going, they knew I was going to sing but they weren't which song what it, was. Yeah.
1: it was an emotional moment Needless to say, um, all of our family is actually very talented at singing. Like, each of us has a pretty fucking good voice. There are only a couple of us who choose to use that vocal talent in karaoke, but all of us should. Um, it, how long did it take after you sang The Book of Love for the panties to drop and the sex to commemorate. <laughs> How long? Hours. 24?
0: Oh, no. 16? <laughs> no. 18? That was like one of the last things we did at the wedding.
1: Correct. So was it four hours?
0: Oh, it was less than that because we went to the hotel right after the <laughs> wedding. Correct. So <laughs> that happened really fast. Great. Great.
1: Hooray. Insert cheering noises here. Ah! So was it worth it? Waiting. Uh,
0: like what, I'd, would like what I. Would you do it again? I that for the boys would whatever.
1: you recommend that for anyone listening?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would. Okay. <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> what? It was. It was a real like. As much as it created a lot of. It it created a lot of issues for Melissa and I to have that way. Did it really? Yeah, because we both really fucking wanted to.
1: Okay. Who was, were both of you stopping it? Like, both yeah, of you at different times? sometimes
0: one person would be wow. more of the instigator, and one person was more of the, okay, wait, let's try and get a... Wow. Let's try and get a sober mind here. Okay. Um, and I don't know, just kind of having that reliance on each other to try and keep each other. Straight, so to speak. I don't know what okay. word is right. So no,
1: yeah, that makes sense. It was,
0: it, it was it was really good in our early budding, developing relationship phase yeah. to have to depend on each other that much. Okay. It created a level of trust. It created a level of communication. And honestly, in the nights where we quote unquote erred, right, um, it helped us communicate and learn how to be like open with our mistakes to each other.
1: Okay, really quickly, because I don't want to make it uncomfortable, because I actually am going to ask this question of both of the girls who have had kids. How long after Alan was born was it before you had sex again? Um,
0: it was a while.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard. That sucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, was Alan a natural birth?
0: Like, Mm vaginal. Yeah. Both -hmm. both Mm -hmm. the boys were. Mm -hmm.
1: I know... I know that Connor was. Yeah. Connor's birth story is absolutely amazing. (laughs) Can you please tell it? (laughs) Um, Please.
0: Yeah. So, basically...
1: She had contractions and was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I like
0: 4 o'clock. I'm fine. The only reason (laughs) she said she was fine is because she was adamant about not having a June baby because Alan is born in June.
1: (gasps) She told me it was because she thought they were Braxton Hicks.
0: Well, in her mind, she wanted to be Braxton Hicks very Oh, my God. Because she didn't want to have two birthdays in June for whatever reason. Um astrology and so <laughs> and, well i think they're different signs because one's the end of june one's the beginning of June. oh that's true so connor's a cancer like me but um connor's such an ass <laughs> i love him so much um but uh, but yeah so it was around four or five i think it was on the 29th of june so we're having good she was having contractions while we we're at the park with our older son and uh, um we go back home have dinner the contractions continue and she's like, no, this not ha- this isn't real. Nope. This isn't happening. Nope. And I was like, um, sorry, friendo, but I'm timing these without your knowledge. And we're definitely in the sweet seven to five minute mark now. So we need to call your mom. Um, so You're like, fucked. So it was like 10 at night. And we called uh, Melissa's mom. How is over. she
1: not in excruciating pain?
0: By this time, she was.
1: But she just was ignoring it?
0: She was just in a heavy sense of denial. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> How much denial are you in if yeah, the contractions right. <laughs> aren't
0: real? So <laughs> like... then we called Pedro. And this is when they really started getting kind of, like, regular. So they were starting to get regular. So we called Pedro. And we're like, hey, we need you to come over and watch our son. Because at that point, he had gone to bed. Um, we need somebody at the house so we can go to the hospital. Um, she lives, like, 15 minutes away, give or take. Um... But for some reason, it took her like 30 minutes to get to that. <laughs> house. So then, by the time that Patriot <laughs> got there, mom um, got there, Melissa's contractions are maybe two minutes apart. Smart. Yeah. Not <laughs> great, awesome. Great. So, then, so she's
1: like eight centimeters dilated. Yeah. So we Super. get in the
0: car and I'm going... 90? Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I hit 90 on the freeway. Holy shit. So we get... But before that, uh, oh I'm flying down the side streets trying to get to the freeway. At the stoplight right before the freeway, Melissa's like, holy shit, it's coming. And I was like, <gasps> I know you can't, but please don't. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't do well with blood, and I will pass out while driving this fucking You car. and Cecily both are <laughs> such pansies. <laughs> so we get on the freeway. When it comes to blood. And I call 911, and I'm like... You're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a police escort, please? And they're like, why? And I'm like... She's going to have a baby in this car, and I'm not going to be the one to deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> so the the, lady, the dispatch lady is like, um, "Okay, well, oh, I can God. see if I can um, find some cough cars around your area to help facilitate it. Uh, yeah, like a what do they call it? Like a vehicle convoy, or whatever to get us. The just, hospital." Wasn't please, that just don't really
1: pull right. me over. Yeah, please, right. don't please don't pull me over. Please don't pull me over. I'm going ninety. We need to go to the ER. I have to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't so we uh, going 90 on the freeway I actually we actually got off the freeway and by the time I got off the freeway were did not, any like, police show lights. up? No, they didn't show up because Dicks. we were like one or two lights away <laughs> and then I was like actually you know what? we're like we're just by the hospital within a minute. I was like you can just cancel anything. She's like okay, I'll alert the hospital and let them know that you're coming and I was like sweet. We get to the hospital. Uh I was Melissa right in. in the front or the back She's seat? In the front seat. Screaming. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: How is your anxiety level at this point? Hi. (laughs) Were Uh, you upset?
0: uh, Like, emotionally? Yeah.
1: No, but like, because you said, because you could have dealt with this earlier, and like, No, no, I wasn't like, damn it. (laughs) Uh,
0: No, I was like, please don't have this fucking kid in this car. (laughs) Was there fluid on the seat? No. Okay. Uh, Well, I I don't know, not that I noticed, I don't know. Jesus Um, Christ. (laughs) Did I sit on fluid? It's possible. (laughs) I don't remember ever like wiping down this. Dear God. No. <laughs> um, so we, I pulled the car into where the like the ambulance <gasps> spot, like the, the roundabout entrance. Sure. And it was all dark. And I was like, the fuck? The lady said that she was going to let them know we're coming. So then I get out of the car. Melissa's screaming. Mm-hmm. And then I go to the sliding glass door. And it doesn't. By the open. way,
1: Melissa is screaming because she's in labor. And at this point, most women have had an epidural. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So no, she's going through natural childbirth. <laughs> and before this, she has gone through childbirth with an epidural. So this time, there's no drugs.
0: Yep, not even a Tylenol. Uh-oh. No. So I get to the sliding glass door and it's dark. And oh, God. I'm like, um, please no. And so I start <laughs> banging on it. Oh, God. And trying to pry it open. Both fists. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing happens. And then I look at the little paper sign and it says, Temporarily, entrance temporarily moves to back due to construction. I was like, Good God, are you fucking kidding me? And so then I get back in the car. Melissa says, What's happening? I'm like, We have to go over here really quick. And then she starts freaking out. She's like, I don't want to have this baby in this car. I'm like, I don't want you to either.
1: <laughs> I really, really don't want that. I really don't.
0: Um, but it all turned out fine. We get, we pull around to the other entrance uh there there is someone waiting out there at that entrance with a wheelchair for her um she can't even sit in the wheelchair mind you because he, he's literally his crowding. head
1: his head is coming out she literally can't so sit she can't actually in the sit. wheelchair so she's kind
0: of in this like legs straight hoisted hoisted on her arms yeah. legs into the little footrest thing they take us into the intake room and they go what's going on like she's giving birth right now my and son's said,
1: head is coming out of her vagina <laughs>
0: said, let me call the O B G Y N. And so then they pull her right, right, right beyond that little check in desk where they do the triage, like, to, you know, check for like broken bones and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, oh, God, she's crowning now. We need a nurse here to deliver this baby. There's not going to be time for the OBGYN to come in. And so, with.
1: By the way, thank you, nurses. Yes, right, absolutely.
0: <laughs> thank you, nurses. <laughs> so, with uh, all the EMT, I'd say about four or five nurses, myself, and random people checking into the ER. <laughs> A nice full view into Connor being delivered within two minutes of us walking into the ER.
1: I remember that was like out
0: and on her stomach within yeah within a hundred. I seconds. remember
1: Ryan calling me and saying, "So Melissa just gave birth," and I was like, "Wait, was she was in
0: labor?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Somebody didn't even tell me when she was in labor.
1: I got this exact story along with she is ripped from sternum to stem like <laughs> there is just nothing
0: right. Like, yeah, because the OBGYN couldn't do them for relaxing Poor it was, woman. Yeah.
1: So, from from okay, from Alan being born to having sex was how long? Um,
0: uh, she'd probably help remember me. Help me remember. I would. I want, it was, it was longer, right? So they always, the guys are always essentially on that like six to eight week countdown. Oh, sure. That's like a, that's like a real thing. There's yeah. A timer.
1: No, it's a timer.
0: Uh, we, we went beyond that. She wasn't comfortable for that. No. We had, we had a hard time with her firstborn. I would say we were closer to about three months.
1: And then Connor?
0: Probably around the same.
1: Really? hmm Oh, I thought it was longer.
0: Yeah, right. It was a little bit longer, but in this case, it was more due to healing. Healing,
1: right, right. The first time was more emotional and psychological. The second time was more physiological.
0: Right. Yep.
1: It's funny because that's... Oh, she got torn the fuck up. Yeah. Like, Connor was a mean Tasmanian devil when he came out. He was (laughs) ready and she was not.
0: Yeah, so when we are at a hypothetically ready level, when we tried to do anything, it was just... Painful, painful for her. Yeah, yeah. Which obviously wasn't helpful for me to have anything Nope. Desire-wise. No, so we like, yeah, just...
1: no, no. I mean, I wasn't excited about it no, again, but I was like, no. let's just wait. Can we just hold off? <laughs> is that <laughs> we'll just, fine? We'll just wait.
0: She, she was excited about waiting and I was begrudgingly excited about waiting. So,
1: okay, so we're going to play a game in a minute but what I want to do first is ask you two questions. One, what do you think has been helpful for you in life, having sisters? Why do you think having sisters has been helpful for you?
0: Um, I mean, honestly, probably just giving me kind of a well-rounded, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm well-rounded emotionally because I can get (laughs) get off the handle pretty fast, but (laughs) I don't know. You just get, I, I feel like it's just that classic, like, Guys can be a little bit more emotionally stunted, so to speak. and Sure. Um, it's just kind of nice coming from an area where I'm like, oh, I can be more well-versed in talking through issues instead of just pushing them aside. Okay.
1: And secondly, what do you think you have gained from only being with one person your whole life for everything? What do you think is the benefit of that versus... Like in an episode I did a few weeks ago, I talked to Robert about how many, on average, how many guys or how many, uh, how many guys girls kiss before they're like thirty or something, and it was like ninety eight.
0: That's wild.
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Because I mean, literally for most, and I just one.
1: Yeah, um, it's literally one.
0: Just one. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's hard to say what I've gained from that. I mean, it, one of the things I can say that I've gained and I mean, you probably say it with any type of relationship is it's just, we have the ability to know each other, know each other's growth, know how we change, but we also still learn about each other too. Like Really? Yeah. I'd say, still? Actually, yeah. Because, because we're always changing too. But, I mean, what is the most recent
1: more. thing you've learned about Melissa?
0: The most recent thing I've learned about Melissa, let's see.
1: Even if it's like that, she hates pumpkin hummus. <laughs> no, she loves pumpkin. No, hummus. she fucking loves pumpkin <laughs> hummus. That's a lie. She is addicted that, to uh, pumpkin that hummus. Wasn't surprising no, that's to me. not surprising. Um,
0: one thing, I mean, even just even just tonight, uh, when we were having some shots before, uh, we yes, we were. Um, it it was nice to see her kind of open up like that because. We both and that's probably a conversation for a different time, but we've both been very- like withdrawn from any type of alcohol most of our lives as well um and it was nice to see it was nice to see her be like oh wow this this peach vodka is actually really tasty, and I could just do a shot of that by itself It's like, oh, we literally never good to know that's the first time I've ever heard that
1: good to know, yeah, and then that's amazing by the way, like even those little things that you learn about your significant other from how long have you been with Melissa? How many years? Like not just married, but like together.
0: Um, about 11.
1: Okay. I've been with Kevin 15 years and there is husband Kevin Weller and there is still things that I learn about him to this day. Um
0: See in that regard, it's like, that's why, that's why there's part of me says, there's nothing special about our relationship no there is though you know what i mean but I, I, I can get it statistically sure but in terms of like and to me it's like i don't know like, you yeah still learn about Kevin every i day. do
1: i do you're right you're absolutely right so, i don't know
0: there's 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 a part of it that's unique and interesting it is a part of it that's boring and mundane it's the same as everybody
1: you are 100 correct <laughs> That is absolutely 100% correct. Every relationship is boring and mundane and exciting and anticipatory if you let it be that way. And I think something you can take away from this, well, two things you can take away from this. I'm sorry for anyone who doesn't have siblings. If you have siblings, hold them close. Um, Cherish those relationships and uh, know that they are unique and so important and so very beautiful um and if you are someone who has only ever been with the person you're with that is beautiful and gorgeous and uh and special in a lot of ways but yeah it's boring in a lot of other ways and it doesn't have to be this unicorn of sexuality that people need to google at like it's it's not a it's not something to be fond over it's just a relationship and it has its ups and downs and it has its ins and outs and it has its kids and it's not kids and it has its fights and it has its romance and it has its abstinence and it has its sexuality and it it's it's something that should be cherished the same as a one week old relationship or a five month old relationship or a 50 year old relationship. And if you're married or you're not married, it's you should cherish a relationship and dig deep into it and see why you're there and make sure that you hear your partner and make sure you're there for the moments when they have children in the ER without pain meds. and also make sure that you're there for the moments when you're in a van after hiking and your three-year-old wants to slam a car against your head and god damn it he is incessant (laughs) do we put on blue's clues or do we ignore him what do we do do we give him goldfish or not damn he ate three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches what are we gonna do uh it's Your relationship is unique to you, and that's the important lesson. Um, We're going to play a game. Robert Main, prepare the music. This is called the 69 game. Okay. I need you to get your phone out because Robert usually does this, and I don't have a timer. I can only do one thing. Oh, shit but I need to count your score. Oh, you know what? I can count it later. Actually, Robert's going to count it later. Robert, count this. All right. You need a timer. So I do. I need you to set the timer for 77 seconds because I'm going to talk for eight seconds. By the way, with your glasses like that, you look like the devil.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The angle of the low or something?
1: Yeah, just the angle and you looking down like that. Is it 77? Yeah. Okay. Um, this start. This is the 69 game. Ryan, I'm going to ask you 69 questions true. in 69 seconds. Are you ready to oh, play the true. 69 game? Red,
0: blue.
1: Are you ready? Yes. The zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are the three people you want on your team?
0: Uh, Melissa, Levi,
1: Sean. What's your most used emoji? eggplant if you were a baseball <laughs> player or wrestler what would your entrance theme song be uh
0: domino the destitute
1: what is what did you name your first car
0: the bronco
1: you have your own late night talk show who do you invite as your first guest
0: uh what's uh the guy from 300 and uh oh yeah Ger- oh
1: god gerard, gerard butler, butler. he's badass yeah he is favorite sandwich <laughs>
0: Ooh, th- Thanksgiving leftovers. God damn
1: it. What's your favorite swear word? Fuck. What's your biggest turn on?
0: Uh. I don't know. Pretty much anything.
1: Biggest turn off?
0: Uh, stink.
1: What do you like most about the opposite gender?
0: Boobs? <laughs> books? <laughs> books
1: or movies? Uh. Books. What is your favorite Disney character?
0: All I think of was Quasimodo because I made that joke earlier. What
1: do you wear when you're going to bed?
0: Just boxes.
1: I gave you a million dollars. What do you do first?
0: Oh, pay off loans. What the fuck
1: is going on? That's the timer. That's it? Yeah. You got like five questions.
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: That was the worst game <laughs> ever. You said, oh, like, you're too analytical for this game. You yeah. have to go on gut. Uh, you're answering on logic. I don't
0: have gut responses. God damn it.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, this episode of what's your position was brought to you by the letter B for brother. Uh, Also by the letter S for sibling. Um, I wanted to remind everybody that uh, having siblings isn't necessarily a given. Um, It's a gift. It is something that is gifted to you from, whatever region of the universe you believe in and ryan you were gifted with amazing siblings and i think that we were gifted with you um i was very grateful that you oh that's daisy she's a good girl hi who's a good girl oh my goodness that's a good girl that's a dog by the way um Anyone who is gifted with siblings understands what I'm talking about. Um, I'm sorry if you weren't. It's, it's an amazing... Uh, can you fuck off? I <laughs> hate <laughs> you so much. My you know what? Your dog and your timer are ruining my show. <laughs> her out. You know what? I love you and thanks for being on my episode even though it was weird and um, thanks for talking about weird shit with me and I appreciate you thanks for calling me when you need stuff thanks for being my brother you're welcome <laughs> you're so dumb do you have anything you want to say? anything you want to plug? Any anything you want to talk about before we sign off? anything?
0: Hi mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't.
1: All right everybody. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay spooky on this Halloween. Bye-bye. What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for the educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work while we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate we welcome any comments suggestions or correction of errors stay safe stay kind and stay sexy